I'm Justin Roberts of BizNews, and with me to discuss the South African Reserve Bank's Monetary Policy Committee's meeting is Denker Capital's Corky Koyman. Lots of eyes on the decision later. Bloomberg forecasts a 25 basis point hike. What are the key market indicators pricing in ahead of the decision? Yeah, no, I, I think it's been widely telegraphed um, that it, mostly 25 is, is what is expected. They have been um, prudent. Uh, loan growth we can see in the banks is, is still generally lackluster. Um, so the, the inflationary pressures are coming through, but it's more because of the higher price of, of, of oil or fuel and, um, and also a weaker, weaker RAND, which is pushing that. So, you know, there's not much that monetary policy can do about that. It does actually, um, obviously help a bit in terms of RAND weakness. But uh, I think they're going to be prudent and first just hike 25 basis points. The accommodative monetary stance has been unprecedented all around the world with central bankers cutting rates to the lowest levels ever in many jurisdictions. At what pace do these rate hikes start kicking in? Will it be every meeting or will it be more of a slow, gradual lift of rates as we go into 2022 and 2023? Yeah, Justin, you know, Obviously, because of our, our global funds, we, we, we talk to, to players and specifically on my side, banks and insurers globally, and, and we read a lot of the research. And, you know, you cannot open your emails in the morning at the moment without reading of inflationary pressures being stronger uh, in whatever country you're opening it up at the moment. You know, there's just inflationary pressures coming through uh, because of the supply disruptions that happened during COVID and the demand coming through stronger and also on the labor side. So um, most commentary now believes that you know, inflation won't be that transitionary um, and that will be here for longer and that means that your central banks will have to start hiking interest rates because they, they are behind the curve. So the risk central banks are taking that interest rates and then inflation pushes through stronger and then they have to do catch up. So I think, you know, because it's still in such a difficult situation, we'll, we'll see gradually initially. Um, so a bit like the South African Reserve Bank where uh, from next year we'll start seeing 25 basis point hikes and then and then more. Most emerging market countries have actually started hiking interest rates. Uh, Brazil, I think, four or five times. Russia, quite a few times. Uh, we see it in the Czech Republic. We see it even in Norway have hiked interest rates. So we've seen quite a lot of interest rate hikes. And so um, the UK was expected to hike last week. Should still come before the end of the year. US is most probably going to be the, the one who's slowest, and we expect that early next year. What effects do interest rate hikes have on the banks? Will the higher interest earned by the higher rates offset lower volumes of borrowing due to a rate increase? Yeah, so so the effect on the banking sector normally comes on, on three specific areas. Uh, the one, as you say, is lending. Uh, if interest rates go up too sharply, uh, then that normally affects uh, lending demand for loans. And, and that's normally why central banks do start hiking interest rates because they're trying to curb demand, uh, especially if the demand is causing inflation as it is at the moment. But interest rates are still coming from such a low basis. And uh, we think especially corporate uh, growth is going to come through. I don't think initially 
uh, higher lending rates will will curb uh, growth. We will need quite a few more interest rate hikes towards the end of the year, maybe. The, the, so we don't see an effect on lending, a demand for, for lending. The second one is obviously if interest rates go up too much, then you start having a slowdown, you get bad debts, but we're still quite far away from that. So the third one is the one that's really positive on the banking side is uh, higher interest rates translate into uh, normally wider margins for the banks. And um, I mean, just a, a quick calculation. I took APSA as an example. If one just takes a 25 basis point hike in interest rates, uh, that means APSA's earnings growth without anything else after tax will be 12% higher. So they do nothing. It's simply an external factor. The Reserve Bank hikes interest rates, earnings 12% higher. But okay, <laughs> doesn't quite happen that way because the cost of funding also increases. So, But you can see how high interest rates uh, improve the top line. Um, and normally why banks do better is because the funding costs lag. So you first get the revenue impact and then the cost impact coming through. And secondly, there's a large part on the balance sheet of banks uh, of funding that doesn't reprice. Just think of um, your your money lying in your in your overdraft account or in your account that just lies there. Uh, that doesn't reprice. So banks normally benefit uh, from rising interest rates, and and the benefit could be quite strong for for two or three years. Are we seeing that being priced in the bank share price at the moment? We've seen the banks really stagnate over the last three months, and we're going to be going into this higher interest rate environment. Interest rates are at all-time lows. They're definitely not going to go any lower. There is only one way up from that. And are the share prices reflecting uh, a more profitable environment for the banks in the next two to three years? No. <laughs> a very easy answer. I think the markets, I really think the market's getting this wrong. It, it, it's been too focused on a lot of other things. Obviously, your energy, your commodity share prices, tech has done very well. So banks have sort of been forgotten. They did re-rate a bit, but compared to where they were, um, are still fairly low. I think it's also in South Africa, international investors that are just preferring to invest. If they want to invest in on the financial side, rather invest in other countries where the growth is stronger. Um, we've seen strong, if you look at the U.S. banks, they are up, I think, about 40%, 35% year to date. So they've been strong. SA banks have lagged. And you can see that in, in ABSA and, and, and NetGroup, prices to NAV, price to NAV of, of one, uh, where the average over the you know, history was often, it could be as high as 1.8, but let's say 1.5 times. So, if interest rates do go as we expect, your return on capital will improve, and then we could see a 50% re-rating over the next two or three years. Just while I have you, Koki, Investic released results earlier today. Uh, their results sort of outline that their higher end clientele, which they target, have sort of been unaffected by the pandemic. Uh, it's one of the banks on the JSE that manages to fly under the radar. It's not part of the big four, but it's actually had a phenomenal performance uh, in 2021, leaving a lot of the rest of the banks behind. Why is this? Yeah, so Investec was incredibly cheap. A um, lot of reasons, because also you have, they have two jurisdictions, the UK, which post-Brexit was uncertain. They 
seen as subscale in the UK. Uh, South Africa had a lot of problems. Um, but this result actually reflects the hard work that that team have done under Farni Titi. They've really turned, uh, done hard work. You can see on the on the employee side, especially in the UK, they cut costs. Um, but everything we spoke about now is visible in this result. You can see loan growth coming through. And by the way, very, very pleasing for Investec how strong the UK book grew. Uh, that's almost a 12% if you strip out the sale of Australia. So um, 12% loan growth for Investec, I think it's the highest they've ever recorded in the UK. And that was always the segment of Investec that attracted most of the criticism because they weren't getting it right. Uh, and then in South Africa, you can see loan growth still only about 3%. So you can see how our economy has just still been lagging. But again, also interest income started growing nicely. And uh, Farni Titi, in fact, said that as well as we're seeing inflationary pressures, we're seeing stronger demand. So exactly what we spoke about, uh, the, the results for the next 12 months going forward will, will continue this trend. So a very good result from Investec. And as you say, still because it's, it's sort of under the radar, it's, it's, uh, it's all very uh, mispriced.